Welcome to Women Winning at Work podcast. My name is Barka Herman. I interview women with successful careers in tech. Please like and share this episode and podcast, and do reach out to me if you or someone you know would like to be featured on my podcast. The best place to find me is on LinkedIn, Barka Herman. And now, without delay, please enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of Women Winning at Work with Barka Herman. And today I have an amazing guest, not only because she is a powerful woman in technology, but she is also a CEO and and I believe a founder, Sharmin. Sharmin, is that correct? Are you a, a founder? Yes, I'm the founder and CEO, yes. That's fantastic. So I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself for our viewers, and then I'll start asking you some questions. So. Amazing. First of all, thank you so much, Barka, for having me here. This is great, and I love talking to wonderful, delightful women like yourself. And I think this is a great opportunity to connect with like-minded people. So to, you know, just to give you a little brief about me, uh, well, I am an engineer by background, like most of us Indians are. You <laughs> uh, know, yeah. electronics and communication, passed out in 2010, and then did nothing in that field whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> you know, joined the company back in 2010, which was in the, you know, data analytics, management, consulting side, moved to the US for the next five years, lived there, worked with a number of Fortune companies. Uh, basically a lost soul who then, uh, you know, initially found out that I was just helping the rich get richer, wasn't adding too much value to my own life. So I decided to quit that company, came back to India to start my first company, which was in the media space, to build India's very own Netflix. I ran that for about three and a half years, created a lot of digital content on YouTube and Vimeo, wrote uh, scripts in-house, wrote a lot of them myself. But then understood that, you know, the whole geo-internet revolution had still not begun in India as a result of which Indian audiences were still very much prone to consuming content on their television sets and or, um, you know, I mean, uh, or on their radio sets uh, as opposed to, you know, laptops or, or mobile devices. So that's where we were like, okay, we're a little ahead of our time. Let's sell it out <laughs> to a Bombay-based production house. So we did that, took the money, exited. And then started in story uh, like a year and a half later. Um, also wrote two books in between. So wow. and, and, oh, <laughs> yeah. And now one thing that I've understood is that I cannot do anything other than entrepreneurship. Uh, you know, because I think I love creating an impact, love making a difference in people's lives. We are now 40 people, 40 employees, including myself and my tech co-founder, and looking at now expanding in the US. So yeah. Fantastic. Oh, my God. What an impressive story. So I, you know, I, I love hearing these stories. This is why I do what I do. But I would love to hear what your origin story is. So I'm like you, the comic book nerd. You know, I grew up in India reading DC and Marvel comic books. And, you know, so I would love to hear what was your childhood like? Why did you choose engineering? And how did you end up in software and in all of the above? So I'd love to hear, were you encouraged? Or, you know, how, what was it like? You know, I always... You know, two of the best universities in India, which actually teach journalism. 
but then i don't know what happened and i ended up in engineering you know it was just that time after your uh you know 12th grade where where you know you've taken all of those competitive exams and stuff and then you're like okay what have i got into so i didn't have medicine as an option because i didn't have biology you know uh, because i was like too much of a study it would be you know indian education systems can be a big headache so yeah and then it just so happened that you know i came down to bangalore to see what engineering sounded like i had absolutely no clue but yes i did like math but i was like it's okay i think i like history more you know so i i always felt that i would cut out for you know um history humanities or you know psychology like i'm a voracious reader and i only read about these things nothing else but then i don't know i think the devil struck or something happened and i was like wow bangalore the weather is so amazing new delhi is either very hot or very cold not me i like tropical more i think i should settle down somewhere in the caribbean mexico city or you know, <laughs> or somewhere <laughs> so i was like what am i doing in new delhi and I, and you know i mean my 11th and 12th was were in new delhi and um i think i was a little overwhelmed by the new delhi weather and then i came down to bangalore and i was like okay this is what i love tropical very nice surrounded by hills and you know taking plateaus amazing lots of places around goa was very close by i was like okay so i think i'm going to stay in bangalore and you know it it, it just happened there was there was <laughs> absolutely no brain nothing put into it i was like okay i think i like the city so that's how 2006 you know i i came down to bangalore and i uh, did my engineering uh, yeah. but then after after finishing my engineering and then realizing that dude i never studied those four years <laughs> you know? i was like i was you know probably i would open my books a month before exams you know right. those semesters so i probably just studied like you know like 8 months in the four years <laughs> that's all <you> know? <laughs> Not, i mean or or probably less than that uh, you know but like in in every semester maybe i've just studied a month you know so that's that's all that i did and um, i was i was always more inclined towards you know all the marketing activities raising funds for things or you know participating in anything to do with dramatics or you know i mean badminton is something that i used to like a lot now i don't uh, now i don't play as much but yeah or or you know i mean anything to do with um, any sort of an intercollegiate event i used to love to dance and things like that and so yeah always extracurriculars you know or i would just take an off from college and i'd be like okay hanging out with my then boyfriend somewhere <laughs> so yeah. that was me and then after college i i joined this company you know which was in the data uh, in the data consulting management consulting space and um, that's where it was so over again i was like dude i'm not cut out for this whole corporate shit this is not me uh, you know but then five years almost and then i was like okay i think i'm done done making the rich richer now let me live a life for myself and you know because because i knew that i was uh, you know i mean i i couldn't be someone who would just take orders from others you know right, right. i was like yeah. I'm, i'm i'm not someone who would uh, you know be okay with micromanagement or anything like that you know and and in that place had that sort of an environment so it was uh, very off putting for me so i was like no i have to build something of my own and i'm going to build a place which is you know 
um, very healthy, not toxic, and uh, where people have the liberty to, you know, do what they like and, and choose the field where, where they want to work. So, yeah, that is how finally InStoried happened. And I'm so glad it did, you know, because, because the whole process, the whole journey, it has been, um, yes, one hell of a ride. We've seen, you know, ups and downs. We've had all of that. But, um, you know, from from a self uh, self-learning point of view, I think my biggest learning has been that I do not crack under pressure. You know, in fact, I'm someone who, you know, who would end up outdoing what I would have done yesterday, you know, if, if there is more pressure today. And um, in fact, I think I, I, I excel <laughs> when, when I'm, <laughs> you know, uh, when I'm in a difficult situation, alarming. So, yeah, I think um, that has been my biggest learning. And I know that now, even if you put me in an island, you know, which is completely secluded from from humanity, from civilization, I can still survive. You know, I'm not someone who would get scared. I mean, like, okay, let me figure out, you know, where, where is, where are those stones? And, you know, I would try to light fire. I would try to catch fish and then cook. And then, you know, some way or the other, I would, I would definitely end up living my life. So that is what I've learned that, you know, all you need is the right attitude in life to actually make it wherever you are and, you know, the confidence to sell things to people. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I see a thread. You have that little bit of a rebellious streak and that <laughs> carried through your engineering degree, through your career as well as, and I think that's fabulous. And for all the women pursuing a technical or a STEM degree that are kind of like, yeah, but I really would rather network and, you know, do an intercollegiate things. There's there's hope for you, right? This is what's at, at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, you know, there is there there should never be any scope for any compromises in life. There's just one life. I think the only one person that you should really make happy is is yourself and nobody else. No man, no woman, no parents, no sibling, you know, just just yourself. It's, it's you know, I mean, if you can't be fair with, with yourself, yeah. then I don't think you can ever be fair to, you know, anyone else or, or be fair in any relationship. So, yeah, always, you know, I mean, it is, it is, you know, those those mind gases that you need to chase, your passion, anything that, that you love to do, whatever it is, whatever field. And, you know, people who think that there is no opportunity in a particular field, no total BS. You, you will figure yeah. your own way out. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And I, I, I would add that, you know, while what I hear from you is be authentic to yourself yeah. and be helpful to others, because that's that's yeah. where you're excelling. You know, definitely. I think empathy is definitely the way to go forward. You cannot survive in this in, you know, in, in today's day and age without being empathetic towards your fellow beings or, you know, towards any yeah. other. Very important. Yeah, yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit about your struggles uh, along the way, because um, a lot of times what happens is when I talk to uh, and I do mentoring, when I talk to young women, they hit the first struggle and they get very kind of discouraged. What can you share about your struggles? Because I think that your story will inspire that one person who is going to create the next, you know, the next company exit from whatever company that they create. so share some of your struggles with me so you know when you say struggles i can pretty much do like a keynote on my struggles alone because uh, <laughs> i had a very tough life i mean uh, i don't know how one 
how one might put it but you know i've never really had a normal childhood because mm. uh, i mean i've had self esteem issues forever i used to have a stammering problem as a kid i think sometimes i still do <laughs> you know it's 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 just that it's not very easy to you know for for people to find out when when i'm yeah. uh, you know, sort of facing issues in my head but but then you know i mean there has been a roller coaster of uh, struggles in uh, you know different things that i've learned from that like as a kid i remember i almost got killed twice you know i'm oh one my goodness when i was 11 one when i was 13 I'm sorry one when i was 12 and one you know when i was 13 once was during the you know earthquake that that happened in in uh, ahmedabad in you know gujarat india and you know where where our building fell uh, you know and we just managed to survive um the the second time during the hindu muslim riots which which happened in gujarat unfortunately back in 2002 you know we again managed to flee and so you know when you've seen a lot of bloodshed a lot of you know death around you as a, as a kid right mere 12 13 year old a lot of things do you know go on in your brain and um, i still carry some of the you know traumas from my past and uh, when you've been mocked at for you know i mean as a, as a kid very unfortunate i uh, you know i think kids should be very very um, you know i mean they need to be trained well by the parents yes, i think uh, absolutely I think the world's biggest problem is poor parenting <laughs> you know <laughs> there should be mandatory courses in every government uh, under under every government that you know okay if if a if a couple is planning a family first learn how to be a good parent you know? <laughs> so and because because of poor parenting a lot of their trauma has been passed on to the kids because they could not you know fulfill what they wanted to do in their lives possibly yeah. and you know then the 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 child has a lot of those issues and you know that is where they start bullying others or you know i mean i have been a victim of of a lot of that bullying and and i know that it's 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 a terrible place to be in and unfortunately i think my parents didn't understand a lot of what i was mm. going on until they finally decided to you know put me in in therapy uh so again another thing very important thing no matter what age you are in or you know what you do in life i think you should definitely have a full time therapist someone you should talk to either once a week or like once in two weeks it yeah. should be like going to the gym you know i mean normalize therapy that is so important you know talk more about your mental health about your mental problems very very important uh you know so 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 i've had self esteem issues i think until i was 30 <laughs> you know i'm 33 yeah. now so until 3 years ago i was i was like really messed up in the head somewhere or the other because of probably relationship issues or you know traumas from yeah. my childhood and then of course you know that is also when i mean i started in story when i was 30 actually Mm-hmm. you know i yeah. was i was going through a terrible breakup and uh, i found out that the person cheated and you know i mean he was yeah. lying toxic unhealthy relationship and all of that and that's when i was also going through this whole startup uh, you know journey that i was i was just starting up and um, you know i mean the, the the most difficult thing for anyone who's just starting out is like raising funds obviously right you know yeah. that is that it's a, it's a full time job it's a, it's a different ball game altogether it needs a lot of patience you know because it's it's like selling right i mean but 
Yeah. You have to set yeah. yourself first. So yeah. how do you get the story right? How do you get people to empty their pockets and, you know, trust <laughs> you and you know, give in and like, okay, fine. I'm going to, because, because initial rounds are all a gamble on the founders, right? And, you know, and, and on the founders vision. So I've had all of those ups and downs that, it, mm-hmm. you know, ran out of money multiple times and then, you know, figured out ways to, you know, make it through. And, um, you know, I mean, either I sold my gold and diamond jewelry or, you know, I mean, pawned it or, um, you know, I mean, had to had to get money from friends or whatever and then returned it back. So all of those things happened, you know. But then again, I think the biggest learning again was if you have the right attitude, no matter what you're trying to do, the universe really conspires, you know, in your favor and yes. helps get there, right? It's just the, just the right attitude is what can, you know, that is what will actually make you sail through, you know? So do not give up and just keep at it, you know? The, yeah. yes, I mean, sometimes you have to know where to stop. And if you know that in your personal or professional life, where to draw the line, where to stop, genius. Uh, but, you know, I mean, keep at it, you know, I mean, keep yeah. trying. We'll eventually figure it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, thank you so much for sharing that because, you know, I see you right now, you know, as, as a successful woman, as uh, as somebody who's twi- two-time founder. And it's important for us to share our struggles with the people who are coming up because they don't think that you faced all those. So, you know, you just mentioning all the things that you've gone through is going to inspire more young women who listen to this. So thanks for sharing. And, you know, let's not end on a a down note. So uh, talk to me about some of your greatest triumphs. Like what what was the ups like? No. So many of them, you know, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So first of all, uh, COVID was pretty much, um, you know, I mean, like a huge opportunity in this adversity for us. Um, I mean, although a lot happened around the world, but, you know, uh, from from a company standpoint, I think um, we've grown 300 percent in the last two years, year on year, you know, and uh, it's been it's been an incredible journey for us in the last two years. Uh, but having said that, you know, I think um, no money, no fame can actually, you know, make me as happy as I feel at the you know last day of every month when the money is actually transferred, you know, to all the employees. Um, yeah. yeah, we are 40 people now. And trust me, it is so rewarding a feeling knowing that 40 households are running because of you. You know, it's like yeah. I'm the man in the relationship who gets to get the money on the table <laughs> uh, you know I mean me and my tech co-founder uh, right uh, he's he's always like dude you're the man in the relationship you know? <laughs> you're the one who's getting the money you know I'm like yeah that's a nice feeling very well you know I mean uh, very rewarding to hear that from from your co-founder yes. And um, yeah, I mean, lots of learnings, you know, I have learned, I have made terrible mistakes in my life. I'm not saying that I'm perfect or I'm the best. No, there are people definitely way better than me. But, um, you know, I've, I've learned, and thanks to my therapist also, um, you know, who's, who's really helped me deal with a lot of my mental health issues. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think, uh, again, how to have the attitude, right, that, mm. that, that really helped. And, you know, one thing that I've learned is that no matter how successful you become in life, 
do not forget to be empathetic do not forget to be humble and kind to people you know because it is all about giving and back to society in some way or the other you yeah. know i mean success is nice but then the fact is that you know as they say success is like getting pregnant <laughs> you know because only you know how many times you've been fucked right <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love so, that. Yeah, I mean, isn't it true? Success is like getting pregnant because only you know how many times you've been fucked. So you know, it's 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 that it's that you know incredible journey which is so overwhelming yet so rewarding at the end because mm-hmm. hey, I finally got the baby that I wanted. I mean, in my case, you know, um, it's 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 my company, and you know, in, yes. in, in somebody yeah. else's cases, it's, it's it's a real baby. But then, yeah, you know, eventually you you figure it out. But be nice, be humble, be empathetic towards people, because I think that is the only thing that actually stays, and it is so rewarding. Uh, you know, yeah. so yeah, yeah. No, that's fantastic. I wanna I wanna hear from you, and what a fabulous story you bring to us. But what is a message that you would have? for the like the 15 year old charmin or the 20 year old charmin wow no one's ever asked <laughs> you know <laughs> so uh, the 15 year old me i still remember i was uh, in one of the northeastern states in india yeah. i was just trying to run away you know and just and just appear <laughs> because it was like no because you know i think i was always always very rebellious it's like do not tell me what is allowed and what is not allowed i will figure <laughs> my own way out that would yeah. be you know? yeah. and my parents were having such a hard time they were like oh my goodness what is this girl you know <laughs> what happened to <laughs> um but you know that woman was the the, the 15 year old me was uh, uh, you know i had absolutely no idea i was so confused about where i was going to do uh, you know i mean about where i was going in life what i was going to do uh, but i think i was um a little more engrossed being tensed about my future than about living my childhood also because you know i mean i come from a very yeah. uh, middle class background you know how 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 middle class parents are right nerds dads the scientists lawyer <laughs> you know i mean both my parents just just keep starting all the time <laughs> so that that that's the kind of conditioning also mentally that i've had so I I really wish the the 15 year old me could really chill out a little bit more and not worry so much about making it big in her life because I think I've really not enjoyed at all. I've just started <laughs> I was always the topper in class. How boring. Once <laughs> you're a nerd and <laughs> always like what what to do how to you know as in like what college do i get to will i will i ever be selected i had no idea you know and thanks to my parents all that tension was just you know as in like propping up in my head but 15 year old me just needs to chill you know right. chill and live life and seize every day you know because yeah. Yeah. not coming back and and in your childhood you know your i mean at least your teens such a beautiful time you yeah. seriously to enjoy at least until you're you're you know in your 10th 11th onwards okay start worrying about what to pursue later but until your 10th at least enjoy go out there play you know i mean sports is so important for your mental health so so important yeah so these things nobody told me <laughs> <The> parents <laughs> nerds <laughs> they're going to hate me for saying this but it's true <laughs> so 
So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, have, I have that in common with you. I think I wanted to run away from home at 14. So, because nobody understood me and I was like, I wanted to do so much. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So, no, that's fantastic. And um, so, finally, I want to ask you what would, where can people find you? You're such an inspiration. What a fantastic story you have. And I'd love for people to be able to follow you, you know, find you and if a cause or even your, your company, you know, what do you want to, any message you have for the audience, where can they purchase services from you? Uh, what do you do? <laughs> so it is, it is very easy to find me, you know, I mean, my life's like an open book pretty much. If you just type my name, you will get, you know, I mean, you'll just get so much material that you would just be able to, you know, like backtrace it and then reach out to me on, on social media. And I'm very active on Instagram. So you can go to Instagram and just type Sharmin Ali. And, and you know, I mean, you would just see founder of Instory. It's a very, very easy yeah. to find Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, or, uh, you know, I mean, just, just go to instory.com contacts page and you can find me. And you Got can it. always use the tool on, you know, app.instory.com. So very, yeah. very easy. We, we, are, we are all over the place on social media. So, yeah, very easy to reach out to me. All right. And I will I'll make sure that I put all these links in our show notes so that mm -hmm. people can find you. Any final uh, message for the audience? Anything you want to share before we stop recording? One thing that I very strongly believe in, guys, there is just one planet and we are not doing very well. Uh, climate change is real. Um, you know, it is it is showing signs of uh, devastation around the world. It's yeah. time to start acting now. You know, yeah. um, the, the, the heat wave, it's horrible around India and, and around multiple other places in Asia. Uh, I was in New Delhi the other day and it was 45 degrees and trust me, it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, eat some food and some water for you know stray dogs stray cats I, I you know try to be vegetarian if not vegan it's very important because all the cattle breeding produces a lot of methane which is which is just adding to all the greenhouse gas emissions so please read up a little bit more about climate change and start caring it is really really important need of the hour yeah absolutely what a wonderful message and what an inspiration you are, Sharmin. I'm so delighted to have met you. And hopefully we can continue this conversation. I'd love to have you back on the podcast, uh, you know, later and check in on your progress. And uh, thank you very much for joining. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great to be here. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Thank you so much for listening. Please like this episode and share it with someone you think that'll enjoy it. And do reach out to me on LinkedIn and connect. And also, if you would like to, please join my newsletter by visiting www.barkaherman.com. Thank you.